48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. Nine close contacts of a Pakistani woman who may have caught Omicron in a quarantine hotel have tested preliminary positive for COVID. Health authorities say some specimens from occupants of the quarantine hotel in Yamate have tested positive for the virus. And Health Minister Sophia Chan says the local coronavirus situation has not yet been brought under control. Nine relatives of a Pakistani woman have tested preliminary positive for COVID-19. The 43-year-old woman came to Hong Kong on the 20th of last month and stayed at the Silka Seaview Hotel in Yaomate before she came down with the virus, and authorities say she might have infected the others. Here's the Center for Health Protection's Dr. Chuang Shukwan. She had a travel collateral coming together with her and staying in the same designated quarantine hotel during the quarantine period. So after she's released from the quarantine hotel, there's a family to pick up the companion before she left to go back to her own house. So she met the family during that uh, occasion. So it is possible that during that occasion, the family got infected. Dr. Chuang said some of the 60 samples collected at the Silka Seaview Hotel in Yaomate had returned a positive result. The purifier outside the room and also some air exhaust went in the toilet. So these places are not those places that are commonly touched by, by people. So this confirmed that the virus exists, um, I mean, they, they can um, exist through the air. I mean, they can transmit through the air. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says it is strange that the pet shop staff has been infected with the Delta variant of COVID-19, but she said the case shows the local coronavirus situation has not yet been brought under control. Wendy Wong reports. Authorities said the patient works at a pet shop in Causeway Bay. The building she lives in in Aberdeen was locked down on Sunday night for testing, but no other cases were found. Speaking on a radio program, Professor Chan said although the daily number of coronavirus cases has recently dropped, there is silent transmission in the community. This prompted the government on Friday to extend its anti-pandemic measures for another two weeks and announced the cancellation of Lunar New Year fairs across Hong Kong. The health chief urged people to avoid crowds and do their New Year shopping quickly, well ahead of the holidays at the beginning of next month. But Professor Chan expressed hopes that life will return to normal after Chinese New Year. A specialist in respiratory medicine, Lan Chi Chu, told an RTHK program that the Delta variant was likely to have leaked from a quarantine hotel after a cross-infection because it had been a long time since the variant was detected in the community. He said officials should quickly trace the source using genome sequencing. Dr. Leung said people need not worry about getting infected by both the Delta and Omicron variants at the same time, adding that the chances of this are very slim. Two residential buildings in Chengshawan and Taipo have been put under overnight lockdown after residents there tested preliminary positive for COVID-19. Residents of Powa Court on Unchao Street and Khoi Wo House at Taiwo Estate are required to undergo compulsory testing and stay at home. Authorities expect to wrap up the operations by around 7 a.m. tomorrow. Children aged between 5 and 11 are one step closer to being able to receive COVID-19 jabs. Experts who advise the government on the pandemic and vaccines say they have no objection on inoculating them, as Timmy Sung reports. 
Members of the Joint Scientific Committee under the Centre for Health Protection and the Chief Executive's Expert Advisory Panel say they have updated the recommendation in view of the transmission of the Omicron variant in Hong Kong. The experts say while both the Sinovac and BioNTech jabs can lower the risk of severe disease and death, the BioNTech vaccine may provide additional protection against Omicron infection. They say both vaccines should be rolled out at the same time to provide real choice for parents and urge the government to expedite its process in authorising the use of the jobs on young children. According to the experts, children opting for BioNTech would only get one-third of an adult dose and are recommended to get jabbed in the mid-thigh, while injection at the upper arm is also fine. The experts also said inoculating the elderly population is still an urgent matter especially those living in care homes, and they share priority over children. And now the weather. Mainly cloudy, cool with one or two light rain patches tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature will be about at 15 degrees. The outlook, cool on Wednesday morning, windy on Thursday and Friday. The temperature now is 18 degrees and the humidity is 86%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The High Court has sentenced a 21-year-old man to seven years and nine months in prison for stabbing a policeman in the neck in 2019. Jimmy Choi has the story. The defendant, Ho Tim Lick, earlier admitted to the alternative charge of wounding the officer with the intent to do grievous bodily harm on a footbridge near the Kuntong MTL station on October 13, 2019. He was originally charged with attempted murder. The court heard that Ho, a Form 6 student at the time, was among a group of protesters on the footbridge when a group of uniformed police officers passed through them on the way to the APM mall. He suddenly dashed forward and stabbed the right neck of the officers with a cutter. Justice Andrew Chan noted that Ho had tried to flee but was immediately stopped by the officer. The judge also noted the police found Ho's suicide note in his home. In sentencing, Mr Chan called the attack yet another senseless episode of violence that year. He said it was fictitious and unprovoked, and Ho's action was premeditated. The judge pointed to the fact that Ho had carried an industrial cutter, a potentially lethal weapon, and had written a suicide note prior to the attack. Mr Chan said, Whatever one's political beliefs are, the use of violence must be condemned. Some of Ho's teachers and family members had told the court that he was a well-liked student and not a violent person. And psychiatric reports suggest Ho suffered from autism. The judge noted that Ho had already been remanded in custody for two years since the attack, adding that he believed the defendant had learnt of his mistake with the help of social workers, his family, teachers and friends. He set the starting point for Ho's sentence at 10 years, but reduced it to to seven years and nine months due to his guilty plea. With Hong Kong in the midst of the peak hot pot season, the Consumer Council has warned that not all meat and fish balls on sale here are what they seem. It found squid in those said to be cuttlefish and pork and chicken in balls masquerading as beef. Vanessa Cheng reports. The council says it ran tests on 60 samples of meatballs from supermarkets and noodle shops, finding that more than 60% of those labelled as beef contained DNA from pigs. In two cases, there was even more pig in the balls than cow, while five of the supposed beef balls were predominantly chicken. Ten samples of lobster balls were also tested. Not a single one contained any crustacean DNA. Of 10 cuttlefish ball samples checked, 7 contained squid DNA, with one found to have no cuttlefish in it whatsoever. 
Gilly Wong, the chief executive of the council, says people who don't eat certain meat products should buy raw meat instead of meatballs. If you have very strict religious belief on the dietary requirement, for example, if you only can take beef or if you can only take pork, probably it is more wise for you to buy raw beef and raw pork for you to cook the meatball or maybe cook in different style yourself. It is the safest approach. Without clear disclosure of information to you, or sometimes if it is non-prepackaged product, it is very hard for you to determine the ingredient inside. Ms. Wong says the council has passed its DNA test results to the Customs and Excise Department to investigate whether there have been any breaches of the trade descriptions ordinance. She is also calling on the authorities to step up enforcement to ensure the accuracy of the ingredients listed in food products. President Xi Jinping has warned that confrontation between major powers could have catastrophic consequences. In a speech to world leaders at an all-virtual Davos forum, President Xi stressed the need for greater global cooperation against COVID-19. Naturally, countries have divergences and disagreements between them. Yet, a zero-sum approach that enlarges one's own gains at the expense of others will not help. Acts of single-mindedly building exclusive yards with high walls or parallel systems, of enthusiastically putting together small exclusive circles or blocks that polarize the world, of overstressing the concept of national security to hold back the economic and technological advances of other countries, and of founding ideological antagonism and politicizing or weaponizing economic, scientific and technological issues will bravely undercut the international effort to tackle common challenges. China's economy grew by 8.1% in 2021, with a gross domestic product of 114.4 trillion yuan. It exceeded the annual growth target of about above 6%, but slowed in the second half of last year. In the last quarter of 2021, the world's second-largest economy expanded at a 4% pace. Despite the significant slowing of growth at the end of last year, Ning Jija, the director of the National Bureau of Statistics, is not worried about the mainland economy moving forward. China's strength as a mega-sized market have not remained unchanged. The growth drivers will continue to play out. We have drivers coming from domestic and external demand, from capital, from investment and consumption, from reform and from innovation. We have the confidence and ability to sustain sound development in the long run. China's birth rate fell to a record low in 2021. Data released by the National Bureau of Statistics showed it dropped to 7.52 births per 1,000 people, compared with 8.52 in 2020. Beijing has ended its one-child policy and has been encouraging people to have bigger families as it faces the prospects of a rapidly aging population. The figure is also the lowest since 1949 when the Bureau began collecting the data. 
North Korea has fired a missile into the Sea of Japan, its fourth launch this month. South Korean and Japanese military units detected the missile, which was fired from the northeast coast of Korea. It's not yet known what type of weapon was being tested. Earlier this month, Pyongyang claimed to have successfully launched two hypersonic missiles and a pair of short-range ballistic missiles. Japan's chief cabinet secretary, Hirokazu Matsuno, condemned the latest missile launches. The recent actions of North Korea, including repeated launches of ballistic missiles, are a threat to the peace and security of Japan and the region, as well as the international community. We strongly condemn those actions. In order to protect people's lives and assets, we will continue to do our utmost to collect and analyze information as well as monitor the situation. To sport, and in tennis, 2020 women's champion Sophia Kennan has been knocked out of the Australian Open in the first round. The 11th-seeded American was beat by compatriot Madison Keys 7-6, 7-5. This year's tournament is still reeling from the ejection of world number one Novak Djokovic from Australia. In a statement, the nine-time winner in Melbourne said he was uncomfortable that the focus of the past weeks had been on him and hoped everyone could now turn their attention to tennis and the tournament he loves. But there have been mixed reactions from his fellow players. Former Australian doubles champion Renee Stubbs described it as a sad day for her country, for tennis and for Djokovic himself. Britain's Andy Murray agrees. Someone that I've known since we were... 12 years old and someone that I respect and have competed against. I don't like that he's in this situation. I don't like that he's been in detention and stuff. It's just not good all round for anyone. Defending Super Bowl champions Tampa Bay, with Tom Brady once more at the helm, have pounded the Philadelphia Eagles to advance from the NFL wildcard playoffs. With more on that and the other results of Sunday's wildcard playoffs, here's Cecil Wong. Seven-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady tossed a pair of touchdown passes as the Buccaneers swept aside the Eagles 31-15 to set up a divisional round clash with either the Rams or the Arizona Cardinals, who played a final wildcard game later today in Los Angeles. The San Francisco 49ers became the first underdogs and road team to win this postseason. A strong defensive effort allowed them to cling on to a 23-7 third-quarter lead, but only just, as they eliminated the Dallas Cowboys 23-17. The 49ers traveled to Green Bay next weekend for a showdown with the NFC's top seeds. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 42-21 to advance to a divisional round showdown with the Buffalo Bills. The defeat brought the curtain down on Ben Roethlisberger's career. The Steelers quarterback announced his expected retirement after 18 years in the NFL. And now a reminder of our top stories tonight. Nine close contacts of a Pakistani woman who may have caught Omicron in a quarantine hotel have tested preliminary positive for COVID. Health authorities say some specimens from occupants of the quarantine hotel in Yamate have tested positive for the virus. And Health Minister Sophia Chan says the local coronavirus situation has not yet been brought under control. The news from RTHK. RTHK. Radio Free 
my share of nightmares Didn't think there could be much more Than in what part we show With the lady Eleanor She tied my eyes with the ribbon Of a silken ghostly thread I gazed with troubled vision On an awful poster bed Where Eleanor had risen To kiss the neck below my head And bid me come along with her To the land of the dancing dead But it's all right Like a mother to a son Like living, dying, seeing, being All rolled into one And all at once I heard some music Playing in my bones The same old song I'd heard for years Reminding me of home But it's alright from the 70s and Lady Eleanor made the charts in Britain twice if I'm not mistaken written by Alan Hull and as I've mentioned on the show before I think I told you back in 71 I did my first radio show on Hereford Broadcasting Service and that was the title of my uh, of the show it was called Nicely Out of Tune because it was named after the album of course which is where you'll find that track Clear White Light another great track this one is uh, Dion Warwick next and all the love 